This is Kansas City Today. I'm Brian Ellison. Today is Monday, November 14th. Coming up, now that Missourians have approved the recreational use of marijuana, how soon will residents be able to get it? We could see uh, mar- we could see adult use marijuana sales as early as February. Quite frankly, that's a lot quicker implementation than almost any other state. But will the expungement of cannabis-related convictions go as quickly or as smoothly? We'll get some answers about the practical impact of the newly passed Missouri Amendment 3. But first, it's our Monday look at political news and headlines from both sides of the state line. State control of the Kansas City Police Department is back in the spotlight after Missouri voters last week allowed the state to require a larger percentage of the city's budget to go to law enforcement. As KCUR Salisa Kalakal reports, despite failing in their efforts to defeat the amendment statewide, local activists say they're hopeful it'll lead to bigger wins. Kansas City is the only city in Missouri that does not have local control over its police department. Activists say the recent vote could build momentum to take back control. Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas says the two best options are another statewide vote or lawsuits. I think you'll continue to see people fight back, and that's why I predict within 10 years we will have local control in Kansas City. Whether it's accomplished through the courts or the ballot box, it will happen because I think at this point the public is not letting up. In the Kansas City portion of Jackson County, voters rejected the budget increase by 61 percent, even though it passed statewide. It's a post-election ritual in Jefferson City. Lawmakers gather in the two days after the vote to do some voting of their own on new leadership for the state House and Senate and their party caucuses. When the new session convenes January 4th, several Kansas City area legislators will assume top roles. On the House side, Representative Jonathan Patterson of Lee's Summit will step into one of the chamber's most powerful jobs. Patterson, a surgeon in private practice in Kansas City, was elected majority floor leader by the Republican caucus in a closed-door vote. In that role, he'll decide which bills get debated on the House floor and for how long. Representative Richard Brown of Kansas City will continue as assistant floor leader for House Democrats, who picked up three seats in last week's election, but still have fewer than half the number held by Republicans. Across the Capitol Rotunda in the Senate, John Rizzo of Independence was re-elected as the Democratic floor leader, while Parkville Senator Tony Lukemeyer will stay in GOP leadership as Majority Caucus Chairman. Last week, Missouri voters approved recreational cannabis in Missouri. Now, Kansas City will get a chance to cash in if voters approve a 3% sales tax on purchases. KCUR's Savannah Hawley-Bates has more. The state constitutional amendment that legalizes recreational marijuana imposes a 6% state tax. Cities can add a 3% municipal tax so long as voters approve it. The Kansas City Council voted to place that tax question on the April 4th municipal election ballot. The tax would support, quote, regulatory administration, enforcement, and equitable neighborhood quality of life. Revenue would go towards the Neighborhood Services Department, the Departments of Public Works and Public Health, and Neighborhood Waste Management. Meanwhile, cannabis advocates in Kansas are hoping Missouri's vote on recreational marijuana will put additional pressure on lawmakers in Topeka to at least consider medical use. Samantha Horton with the Kansas News Service reports. Kansas lawmakers have been debating the issue of medical cannabis for years but have yet to pass legislation due to opposition from some Republican lawmakers. Kansas Cannabis Coalition advisor Kelly Ripple says with most of the state population living close to Missouri, that could push Kansas lawmakers to act. To really move forward with protecting the provider and patient's relationship by allowing a medical cannabis program to be enacted. 
The Kansas Speaks 2021 survey from Fort Hayes State University found about 70% of people supported legalizing recreational marijuana for people over 21. Since the Missouri Constitutional Amendment was approved last week, plenty of questions have emerged about what needs to happen next to put that vote into effect. How soon will you be able to shop for edibles or find retail weed? How soon will those convicted of marijuana use or possession see their criminal records cleared? Jack Cardetti is a political consultant and the spokesperson for the Legal Missouri campaign that got the amendment passed. Host Steve Kraske spoke with him last week on KCUR's Up to Date. Here's an edited part of their conversation. And a heads up, there were some issues with the guest's audio connection. Okay, the big question then is when can Missourians start buying weed legally, Jack? Yeah, so it's important to realize any ballot initiative doesn't take effect for 30 days after the first. The first week of December is when uh, marijuana will be That's really important for your listeners to know. You know, at that point, they can, those 21 and older, can give up up to three ounces of marijuana. And then at, at that same time, the existing marijuana dispensaries uh, across the state of Missouri can petition the Missouri Department of Health to become a comprehensive license holder, meaning they can sell both medical and adult use marijuana. And then the department has 60 days to approve uh, those licenses. So we could see uh, marijuana, we could see adult use marijuana sales in Missouri as early as February. Quite frankly, that's a lot quicker implementation than almost any other state in the country that's legalized it. And that's because we already have such a robust medical marijuana program here in Missouri. 200,000 Missourians already have a medical card. Uh, Who's going to get the license to, uh, to sell it, Jack? So the, the the existing medical marijuana licenses will be able to convert over, and that's part of why these sales can happen so uh, quickly. And then the Missouri Department of Health will go out and give another at least 144 licenses uh, throughout next year. And so you'll start with the existing numbers that we have, and then that'll continue to grow. Now, there's also this micro-license program aimed at smaller entrepreneurs and businesses. Critics have taken aim at this part of the proposal. How will entrepreneurs get micro-licenses? Yeah, absolutely. This was social equity licensing that was built in to Amendment 3. And so what you'll have is the Missouri Department of Health making applications available next June to anyone that wants to have a, a micro-license. They'll start accepting those applications next September. And then in October, the Missouri Department of Health will start issuing uh, micro-licenses. Who's going to award the license? You're saying the state uh, Department of Health does that kind of work, Jack? Yeah, the Missouri Department of Health will do that, and this time they will do that through a lot. You know, part of the amendment uh, passed Tuesday calls for automatic expungement for nonviolent marijuana charges. On September 28th, we had John Payne, the campaign manager for Legal Mo 2022, on this program, and here's what he had to say about expungements. Yeah, so uh, the uh, the the what, who would pay for it is essentially the you know the the license holders and the the people that are uh, consuming the adult use marijuana because that's where the the fee and tax revenue uh, will come from for the po- program, and the circuit courts would be uh, the the ones that go through and uh, go through their 
their records and find, you know, here's here's a record that is uh, of a case that where it's a, you know, let's say a marijuana possession case for an ounce. Uh, and then they take that. And if it's a physical record, they literally will take it and, you know, seal it uh, and uh, make sure. And they'll also send out a notice uh, to the person receiving the expungement that the record has been expunged and that they can legally tell people uh, that, the, you know, the neither the arrest nor the conviction nor the trial, any of it uh, in a legal sense happened. It is all been wiped from the record. Right. I want to be really clear about this because this expungement portion of this amendment is so crucial to so many people. There are different required completion dates uh, ranging from three months to a year to get these expungements done. That It depends on the level of offense that, that was involved originally here. Are all these expungements to be finished by December 8th of 2023? Is that what I understand, Jack? Yeah, so th this is quite frankly one of the parts of the amendment that really brought me together and we're, that we're really, really proud of. Again, first state in the country to do this by a vote of people. And the key here is automatic, Steve. You know, what we found out from other states is when you just allow people to petition the court to expunge your records, the people that need those records expunged the most have the amount, least amount of access to the court, the least amount of resources to the court. So here in Missouri, instead, the actual sales, the 6% tax that people are going to pay uh, on adult use marijuana will fund this automatic expungement program. That's really, really exciting. So then the courts will have six months to expunge these uh, you know, misdemeanor uh, offenses, and they'll have a total of a year to expunge the felony uh, records. Okay, the Missouri judiciary is saying it's going to take more than four and a half million bucks to satisfy the amendment's timeline. Some of that money will be for contracting two IT specialists and also 500 clerks working overtime throughout the court system to get this done. So the request is in a budget for 2024, but the timeline runs out in December 2023. Square those two things for me. Yeah, I mean, that that's why we have to provide the funding for it. And that's why the 6% sales tax is so important. That money will start flowing, quite frankly, February. Um, there are additional uh, funds if, if the courts need those. We're working those out now. But certainly, the courts will have all the resources they need to get this done under the timeline that, that, that quite frankly, more than a million voters voted on. Are you saying that some of the tax revenue from the sales here are going to go more quickly into the system for expungements than what was originally projected? Uh, absolutely. The, the, those can be done through a supplemental budget request. Um, so those monies uh, are flowing already. Uh, I mean, we'll start flowing in February, and that's going to give the courts the resources they need to expunge those. But, but that depends on legislative approval and the governor signing off, right? But the key there, Steve, is they, because it's in the Constitution, they can't spend that money on anything else. But they still would have to sign off on approving the money for expungements. Yeah. When they come out, uh, they come back in January. They the, We will do that through a supplemental budget request. But again, their hands are a little bit tied because that's the only thing. But to be crystal clear here, so some people expecting expungement of their records, they're going to have to wait uh, more than a year at the least before their expungement would occur. No, no. Over the next six months uh, from December, you're going to see the misdemeanors expunged. And over the next year, you're going to see the felonies expunged. The money's there to do that. The court system is already working with the legislative uh, branch. Just to be clear on another point, the records don't disappear entirely, though, right? Because the Missouri Bar is saying that they can still be unsealed uh, with a court order. Yeah, they will automatically be sealed up. And now another prior court order 
could get those in certain circumstances on field. But for tens of thousands of Missourians, we're going to see records that are automatically expunged without them having to lift a finger. What about people who are in jail now on marijuana charges? What can we expect on that front? Yeah, absolutely. So um, those that are in jail because of a misdemeanor offense um, by March, we can be see, see them leave incarceration. Those that are in jail because of a Class E felony will have them leaving incarceration by June. And those that are uh, in jail because of a Class D marijuana, nonviolent offense, can expect to have uh, be out of incarceration by September. So when we're talking about criminal justice reform in the state of Missouri, these are really, really some of the, the, the most aggressive steps we've ever taken. And I think that's a, a really a good thing that Missourians did. Missourians really see this as an issue of fairness, right? If we're going to have an activity, marijuana, that's now legal, and have that on your record, that automatic be automatically expunged. And that's really, really important. Just a couple final points. What about uh, the ability now to smoke weed or consume edibles in public? Can that happen? You know, under Amendment 3, the public use of marijuana is still prohibited. Now, cities can pass ordinances allowing them, but if they don't allow it, it's now decriminalized. Right now, you're using public uh, marijuana in public. That is a criminal offense. You can go to jail. You can have a large fine. After this, it'll be decriminalized. You cannot be charged with a crime or using it in public, but you can be fined up to $100, but no more. That was KCUR's Steve Kraske speaking with Jack Cardetti of Legal Missouri 2022. This is Kansas City Today. This podcast is produced by Byron Love and Trevor Grandin at KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. You can hear the complete up-to-date conversation about the implementation of Missouri Amendment 3 at kcur.org, where you can also get all the latest from Kansas City's NPR station. Nomeen Ujiadeen's back tomorrow. I'm Brian Ellison. Thanks for listening.